Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. My name is Matthew Gavidia, editor of the American Journal of Managed Care. COVID-19 spotlighted prevalent gaps in healthcare access and clinical outcomes for disadvantaged populations nationwide, particularly rural Americans, who have long faced systemic health and social inequalities that contribute to increased risk for chronic disease and mortality. Led by co-founder and chief executive officer, Dr. Jennifer Schneider, Homeward, a value-based care provider launched in 2022, is reforming traditional care delivery models in rural communities with the mission to improve access to high-quality care. Based in Michigan and recently expanding to Minnesota, Homer uses a combination of tech-enabled clinical services, partnerships with local physicians and health plans, and community-level demographic data to develop innovative solutions aimed at engaging traditionally hard-to-reach members living in rural communities. On this episode of Managed Carecast, we speak with Dr. Schneider on factors that perpetuate healthcare disparities in rural communities, the primary goals for Homeward in addressing these challenges, and her personal experiences in facing rural healthcare inequities firsthand. Welcome to Managed Carecast, Jennifer. Can you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your work? Absolutely. I'm Jennifer Schneider. I am Chief Executive Officer and co-founder of Homeward Health. Homeward Health is a company that's focused on and has a mission around re-architecting the delivery of health and care uh, in partnership with communities everywhere, starting in rural America. As you mentioned, you launched Homeward in March of last year, which aims to address uh, deep-rooted systemic health and social inequalities in rural America who have long faced gaps in healthcare access and outcomes, issues that were only further exacerbated by the pandemic. And looking to remodel value-based care in these regions, what were the primary goals and challenges you were focused on addressing head-on as it pertains to how care has historically been provided in uh, rural communities? Yeah, so as you as you point out, um, there are some deep rooted systemic health and social inequalities that have made healthcare access or adequate healthcare access difficult in certain communities and particularly rural is one of them. Um, what differentiates homeward is that we implement a value based care model, which means that we're allocated the total funds to care for an individual based on their current health, rather than being paid per visit. So that allows us to look at an individual, understand their health, their social determinants, and come up with a plan that can take care of them independent of how often they can make themselves available to us. So that allows us to do things such as deploy technological solutions such as remote patient monitoring and telehealth. Um, And it effectively aligns economic incentives and the idea around focusing to keep people healthy for the long term, rather than just simply treating people who are sick. Uh, we, you know, you talked a little bit about this is incredibly important in rural areas where there's lack of an infrastructure. So lack of infrastructure means it's there's oftentimes no broadband connectivity. People can't telehealth in via video, or they don't have public transportation, and or have to drive long distances on roads over hills through valleys to access healthcare. And so what that's doing is allowing us to deliver, allocate resources to deliver new care models that are very convenient and accessible to people living in these rural communities. Can you explain more the clinical services uh, Homeward provides? I know uh, Homeward covers communities in Michigan, but it will be expanding to Minnesota as well. How do your care systems differ from uh, the traditional models in the regions you cover? 
Yeah, so we come in, Homework comes in as a primary care doctor, so being able to take care of all of the primary care services. And so that includes a myriad of chronic conditions such as hypertension, obesity, diabetes. Um, and what that ultimately allows us to do is, again, touch people how they're needed to be touched. So for example, if you have diabetes and you see your doctor two times a year, it's very difficult to know what actions to take. Uh, when you have an elevated or very low blood glucose reading. But by us coming in and deploying some of the technology solutions, it means we have multiple touch points of, of, for an individual over the course of time, really helping drive those healthcare outcomes. Remember that in rural counties, about 80%, so the vast majority of rural counties, lack sufficient primary care providers. And just under 10% of rural counties have zero primary care providers. And this is a large region, reason why the people, the, those of us who live in rural areas have a 23% higher mortality rate. And that's regardless of socioeconomic status. Um, and this is not a small problem. This is you know, not a tiny percent of the population. In fact, one out of five people or 20% of the US lives in an area that's designated as rural. One of the last points you were touching upon there, uh, rural Americans have faced significantly greater risk for a myriad of chronic conditions such as blood pressure, obesity, uh, diabetes, that if left untreated can lead to cancers, more severe health outcomes, and mortality as well. Can you speak more on the factors that contribute to these disparities in healthcare outcomes for rural residents, especially when compared with urban uh, neighboring cities? Sure, absolutely. So I think there's a combination of a lot of chronic conditions are driven by um, social determinants of health. So if you live in an area where it's really hard to get fresh fruits and vegetables into the grocery store, it makes it really hard to eat fresh fruits and, and vegetables. And therefore, you end up eating more packaged foods or more canned foods, which are um, higher in saturated fats and salt. And so those portend to have worse outcomes or development, accelerated development of chronic conditions such as diabetes, hypertension, et cetera. And so some of this is just pure um, access to the ability to um, make healthier choices is more limited oftentimes in rural markets than it is in urban markets. And these uh, rural communities are becoming more racially and ethnically diverse as well. And minority groups uh, have had historically high rates of chronic conditions, including Blacks, Hispanics, and American Indians. And uh, they're becoming increasingly exposed to these compounded factors that may increase their likelihood of adverse health outcomes. How do the tech-enabled uh, tech uh, clinical services Homeward provides account for race, as well as other factors such as income and health insurance status, when providing a personalized care to each respective patient? Yeah, so maybe I'll just start with what um, Homeward does and then kind of deep dive into that question. So today, Homeward uses a combination of in-person care um, that means we can meet the person in their home or at a different location. Community-based care, so we're involved with others providing care within the community, and technology to deliver the ultimate best care experience, so all three. Um, we've launched in Michigan with a partnership with Priority Health to deliver care to up to 30,000 Medicare Advantage members over the span of three years. We announced a partnership with Rite Aid, um, and that allows us to connect with underserved seniors where they're in the flow of their own life and their shopping aspects to Rite Aid. Um, Rite Aid also hosts a mobile care unit that we, we park at certain select Rite Aids in Michigan to, again, be able to see people in flesh, in person, while they're about 
their daily life. And then as you mentioned, and, and no, last week we announced our new collaboration with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota. And this spring we'll be providing care for Blue Cross Medicare Advantage members in 24 Minnesota counties outside of the Twin City metropolitan area. And so as we think about um, you know, how we're driving and leveraging technology to decrease health disparities across a diverse group of populations, it's really important to remember that much of our health or much of our health outcomes are really determined by what happens outside of the doctor's office. Um, in fact, there's some studies that show that 20% of the clinical care we provide impacts our health outcome, but the other 80%. So the dominant is about social determinants of factors such as we just talked about eating habits or zip code where we live, who we're surrounded by. And so we have this hybrid model that allows us to connect to the members in a way that's meaningful to them and more, most beneficial to them. Um, and technology in many ways helps us bridge a gap. So we often start meeting our members in their home that allows us to understand their healthcare issues and problems, opportunities, as well as the home environment, who lives with them, is there smoking, is there pet, pets that shed with dander, are there fall risks in their home, what does their food pantry look like? Um, but then we don't spend all the time in the house, right? Oftentimes our members live in rural distant areas that are gorgeous and beautiful and very tight connected communities, but without ease of access to healthcare professionals. So the technology really helps us bridge that gap and allows us to stay connected in a world where the limited infrastructure uh, makes it harder to connect real life. And so, um, you know, at the end of the day, technology that's really good is really done to solve a solution, not to use technology in and of itself. So we use our technology to really help scale clinical services to people living in rural markets. You mentioned your partnership with Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, Homeward also partners with uh, community level physicians and other health plans to advance your mission. Can you speak on the role these local groups play in identifying and addressing uh, the health disparities uh, prevalent in the populations you serve? Yes. And so we understand that in order to be successful in our mission, we need to be we need to one deeply understand the community that we're living in and then be deeply invested in the other community assets. I mean, we talk a lot about the importance of partnership in our team. You know, we're not coming in to compete with existing resources. We're really coming in to augment and partner with what those are. So we spend time understanding the community and the unique needs of our members. And then we deploy multidisciplinary care teams to treat people within their homes and in other convenient lo uh, locations within the community. That includes close partnerships with ho local hospitals, local health systems, and other clinical services that are, are existing in the ecosystem where we're servicing Homeward members. Homeward's mission is also a personal one for you as you were raised in a rural community and felt firsthand the challenges of, of obtaining accessible health care when managing your type 1 diabetes. Can you uh, reflect on these experiences, particularly how these lessons have influenced your understanding of the environment and care needs for rural communities? Sure. And I'll start by saying, you know, I grew up in Winona, Minnesota, and it's just so exciting for me to be able to announce a collaboration with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota in my home state. Um, and I grew up in an area that um, was more rural than urban and was surrounded by deeply, deeply rural um, areas, a couple minute drive outside of Winona. And what I learned is a couple of things. One is the value of, of being able to grow up in a tight community where 
there's a lot of closeness and relationship is incredibly important. But when I started to deep dive in and learn about the difference of outcomes, the 23% higher mortality for people who live in a rural market, it became urgent to me to kind of think through around how to re-architect that. So, you know, my own personal um, career journey, journey, I'm an internist and a health services researcher, have been at back-to-back uh, successful privately held and publicly traded healthcare companies. And with my co-founder, Amar Kendale, we both uh, worked together at Livongo Health. Uh, we really thought long and hard about what we could do different. And as we started to re-architect the model of care delivery, one of the things that was resonated from growing up where I did was this idea that um, you know we could bring care to people. So my dad owns the local um, uh, motor parts uh, store. It's actually called Motor Parts and Equipment in Winona. And part of his business model and my first job once I got a driver's license was driving auto parts out to surrounding rural communities. So things would break in the rural community and we would you know, put the spark plug or the rotator belt in the back of the truck and bring it out to somebody. But we don't do that for healthcare. When somebody's broken, we make them come seek healthcare at a very central location, even though it's difficult, hard to get to, expensive to take time off. And so we started to think to ourselves, is there a way to re-architect and make care delivery easier, more efficient, and drive better clinical outcomes through a combination of meeting people where they are, as well as leveraging technology? That's fantastic. As we move to this uh, shift toward proactive rather than reactive care, what are your short-term and long-term goals for Homeward in advancing high-quality care within rural communities? Right. So right now, we're really, truly heads down building the business. Uh, We've been at this formally uh, for almost a year uh, as of March 7th coming up. Um, And we've been able to establish uh, collaborations and progress with Priority Health, Rite Aid, and now Blue Cross Blue Shield in Minnesota to really reach people who are living in small towns and rural communities. In the short term, we are very focused on standing up our services in Minnesota to to be available to all the Blue Cross uh, Medicare Advantage members living in the 24 rural counties in Minnesota where we're going to start. And long-term, we're gonna continue to expand into new markets and create new partnerships to best meet the unique needs of the community that we're very privileged to serve. And lastly, uh, did you have any other concluding thoughts? Yeah, I just wanna say, again, we're really excited and really proud to be working in collaboration with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Minnesota to deliver the care to their their Medicare Advantage members. Um, Again, since launching in March of 2022, Minnesota is the second state where we'll be delivering care. It's a super important state for us because today approximately 40% of all Blue Cross Minnesota Minnesota members reside in rural areas. So this is a large population for the our partner, um, as well as uh, you know a, num- a large number of people living in rural markets. You know, not only are forty percent of people in Blue Cross members residing in rural areas, but only twenty percent of healthcare providers in Minnesota serve this rural Minnesota community. So again, really delighted to be working together to help address this issue. about this issue, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. 
If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.